Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thank you for joining us. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Leo in Fresno, California, starts us off. Hi, Leo. How are you? Hi, Dave um, and Jade. How are you? Doing Great. good. How can we help? <laughs> hey, um, so first and foremost, thank you so much for taking my call. Um, just to give you a little bit of background, I, um, I'm, I'm encountering a situation where I don't know what to do or how to detach from it. Um I've been a full provider for a very long time. I was a single mom for a very long time, and um, I've been in the banking industry for more than 60 years, so it's basically all I know. I'm new to the Dave and Ramsey um, podcast, and so my question is, their values and morals no longer align with what I feel um, brings fulfillment to my life. So... um, because this is all I know, um, I don't know how to detach or let go or how to even navigate this this new season of my life. So I was hoping I could get some orientation in a sense. Hmm. So what's an example of, can you give me an example of how it doesn't line up? I think I know what you mean, but just for clarity's sake. So, so Jade, um, you know, you're, you're in a self like environment Mm -hmm. where um, you basically uh, encourage and, you know, incentivize people to get in debt, right? Uh, Okay, okay. And and I no longer find that to be a part of who I want to be anymore. So have you started looking for other opportunities, other job opportunities that are not... Uh, requiring you to do debt sales? Um, I have. However, I have not been very successful. I think I've had one or two interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, within Wells, Health Fargo is what I call it. Um, And so um, I I haven't had any luck. Well, I think you just got to keep uh, going out there. I think you got to get clear about what what it is that you want to do from this point on. Cause like you said, that industry was all that you knew. So you're finding now that your values don't align with that. So now it's time to start painting the picture of what your values do align with and what it is that you want to do long-term and start looking for those opportunities. And it probably is going to take you applying for more than just one or two jobs. You're probably going to have to really put yourself out there, you know, and, and, and keep throwing your net out there. Leo, how old are you? I am 35. And what do you make? Around 80 a year. My husband makes around 140. Okay. Um, can you live on 140? Um, yeah, we can. Our, for, for, our for, I mean, for six three. months. Yeah, that's what he actually suggests. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying you had to. to I'm just saying if you accept that emotionally and swallow that, it gives you a lot of peace. Because now you're just staying in the bank until you find something uh, and you don't feel as trapped. 
You're not trapped. I, I feel trapped right you're now. Not, you're not trapped. Your I husband's right. Trapped. You could quit today and take six months to wander around doing something. You'll find something to do, okay? What do you do? What do you actually do at the bank? What is your title? I'm a business relationship officer. Perfect. Okay. Um, That's perfect. So that sets yeah. you up. Those are transferable skills to do business relationships in other businesses. Other okay. businesses that want to interact in what we call B2B, business-to-business transactions, would find your skill set of having formerly worked at the bank very valuable. But okay. you, you're not any more trapped than you – the only reason you're trapped is you feel like you are. Mm-hmm. You've got very transferable yeah. skills. Your husband makes enough money for you all to live on until you make the move. So you're not trapped. But I wouldn't quit. I would just go on a very uh, – let's pretend – that if you don't get a job in four months, that you will get a terminal illness. Let's use that kind of motivation. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Just go. In other words, what would you do if you said, if I don't have a new job in four months, I'm going to die? Well, then you would go get a new job. Mm-hmm. You, would t- you wouldn't talk to three <laughs> people. You'd talk to 300. Right. Because how, how much time, yeah. up until this point, Leo, how much time have you put into your job search? Let's just talk to three people. I mean, None. yeah. Yeah. No. You're, yeah, you're just going to have to do more. You're playing with it, and you're mm-hmm. rehearsing this as you drive to work, mad at yourself, stuck, feeling stuck, and you're rehearsing it over and over and yeah. over in your head. I want you to rehearse it in front of human beings and get a new job. So I'm going to okay. send you Ken Coleman's book from Paycheck to Purpose. I'm going to send you his uh, assessment, which is uh, his career assessment. Take that. It takes 27 minutes to take it. I'm going to give it all to you for free, and I'm going to give you his other number one bestseller, Proximity Principle, which will help you land the job. If I give you all of that, will you read those two books and go interview to 22 people in the next three days? I'm kidding. In the next 30 days. In the next 30 days, okay? Will you do it immediately with some urgency? I I will. I want some swagger, girl. Yeah. I want you swagger. I want to see you strut up that sidewalk, not walk up with your head down going, I'm not worthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You make 80 grand a year. That. You're not dumb. <laughs> dumb people don't make 80 grand. Well, maybe oh a few, but not you. <laughs> I was going to say, Dave, maybe just a few. Oh, my gosh. But I'm serious. I mean, yeah. you, you, you have a lot. You're giving yourself a credit of a two out of a hundred, and I'm giving you a credit for a hundred and two out of a hundred. Yeah, I think she was thinking she could just kind of like tap her toe in the no, water, and maybe no, something no. magical would happen. But no. you've got to, yeah. you Fair, can't fairy wonder. Godmother's not coming. You're the secret mm-hmm. sauce, kiddo. Get yeah. out there, get after it. Yeah, get after it. That's how you do it. Hang on, we're going to give you those two books and that career assessment, and help you get started on this. We want you to be able to win hey if you are a new listener and you want to dive deeper into the ramsey baby steps go to ramseysolutions.com click on the get started button we'll help you figure out the next best step for your financial journey and we'll figure out where you are in the baby steps tell you what to do next we're going to walk you through oh by the way it's 100 percent free did i mention it's free can't beat the price when it's free so go to RamseySolutions.com, click on Get Started, take a quick little assessment. We'll land you where you land the baby steps. This is all new lingo to you. You've got all these FPU. Mm-hmm. We've got debt mm-hmm. snowballs. We've got baby step fours. We've got all this lingo that if you're brand new, you're trying to figure out. <laughs> what are you talking what about? What are you people talking about? <laughs> so, yeah, click Get Started at RamseySolutions.com, and uh, we'll walk you through that free service to help you kind of get plugged into the family here. 
You can jump rope with us. You just got to get in the cadence, right? <laughs> we'll show you how to do it. You can do it. You can do it. Join us right here. I know it's fast, but it works, and we'll help you. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining in amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Dave Ramsey. Today's question of the day comes from Michael in Nebraska. He says this. He says, "Does it?" You're gonna have to turn on your mic. <laughs> Thank you. Go. He says this. Does it ever make sense to pull from retirement to pay the house off? I'm curious if it would be acceptable to take out fifty thousand dollars out of our Roth TSP and pay off our mortgage. My wife and I are debt free, except our mortgage. We have. $534,000 in our TSP, of which 150000 is my Roth TSP. I'm 61 and work. My wife is 55 and doesn't work outside the home. With my military retirement, VA disability, and federal salary, we bring and make around one hundred forty k gross a year. We plan on working another three years or so. Our mortgage balance is about 100000 If we stay the course, we will pay it off in five years. If we take the money out of our Roth TSP, we could pay it off in two years. I wouldn't do it. I don't. I don't understand why they wouldn't just stay the course. Um, well, once you're in retirement, if your nest egg is big enough that you can make it without, I, what I don't understand on this is why we're taking out. Why he's not just paying it off? Would you? Well, maybe the tax implications. No, there's no tax. Oh, because it's all Roth. It's all Roth, and so, I mean, you got a hundred thousand. 150000 in the Roth, and if you want to pay off a $100,000 mortgage, why are we just cutting it in half? Why are we only putting 50000 on it? Doesn't make mm. sense either. I mean, either do it or don't. Paint or get off the ladder, okay? So um, if you pay it off, you've got 450000 and during the five years you would have paid it off, you can build up some more retirement in a Roth. That's build true. It back. That's true. Um, and you got four hundred fifty thousand left, and you've got VA disability, federal salary, military VA disability, and military mm-hmm. retirement. So, um, would I take a hundred thousand out of five hundred thousand and or five hundred thirty-four thousand and pay it off at sixty-one years old? That's right on the bubble, and here's why it's right okay. on the bubble. Okay, uh, I if it was two hundred thousand and you only had a hundred thousand left, I'd say definitely no. Definitely no. Okay. Yeah, definitely not. If it was a million and you had nine hundred thousand left, I'd say yes. Definitely yes. Yeah. Okay. So see how I'm right on the bubble. I'm like you know it's like yeah, it leaves a good chunk, but it's not like so. If you did this, uh huh, and I probably would. I'd probably just pay the whole thing off. I would not pay off fifty thousand and then you just take the whole hundred thousand. I'd, I'd probably do. That. But the only way you do that is you pinky swear, spit shake. You and your wife look at each other and go. We ain't doing nothing until we put that hundred thousand back. But why wouldn't they? Okay, I'm playing devil's advocate. That's good. Why wouldn't they? Because I'm looking at at it the opposite way. I'm like, you're making one hundred forty k a year. Why can't you live on? If you really care like that, why can't you live on nothing and get this thing paid off in, in two, two years? In two years, I'm with you. So that that was kind of my thought. But see, if you do that, you can put it back in two years too. 
That's true. So, so there's really, there's not a, a wrong out, answer here. The bottom line is both of those answers mm-hmm. involve something he's not putting on here. Yeah, that's right. And both of them involve intensity at way cranked up from where old Michael is right now because he's trying yes. to trying to play with this. 50,000 out of 100. Why are you doing 50? That's just, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You just kind of, yeah. Come on, come on. Get it. Whatever it is you're going to do, go all in and pay the whole thing off and then bust it and put it back or just bust it and pay it off. Now at 61. But busting it wasn't in this equation. At 61, another question. Does he need to bust it at all? Or can he just go, we're just going to pay off our home, keep going, keep trucking along, keep investing our 15%. Keep, like, Can he do that? Yeah, he could do that. Does he, he have that. to be intense but, but, at this but, point? But your point is. Um, Either way. The thing we're both feeling in this mm-hmm. that we're not, that it took a second to get to the surfaces. It's all lukewarm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Get, get really, tepid. really hot or really, really cold here and get it. Yeah. Whatever it is you're going to do. And so yeah. if I woke up in his shoes, which one would I do? I'm probably going to pay it off and I'm going to put turn on the heat yeah. and put 100000 back in the bank in two years. All right. Uh, but you're going to pay it off in two years. I'm going to pay it off using, and by using the way, income. Neither yep. one of these answers are in the dumb column. That's right. So If, if, if it has the, that intensity that we were talking about. Now, exactly. if he pulls out that 100000 and he's just you know, meandering along. Yeah, that that's not okay. Yeah, that's, that's not, not okay. going to work. Janice is in St. Louis. Hi, Janice. How are you? Hi, I'm well. Thank you. Good. I am a new listener. I found you on TBN, and I've really been enjoying your show. Well, thank cool. you. Yes. So I've been renting out my mother's home since she went to heaven in early 2020, and the renter's going to be moving out this spring, and I'm trying to decide if I want to move in or if I want to sell the home. Um, I have been told that um, if I, even if I decide I want to sell it, that I should probably move in for two years and that, because that that's a way to recapture um, the depreciation that's been claimed on my tax returns for the last three years. So I wanted to know, one, is that correct? Yes. And two, if it is, is that a good idea? That would be correct um, because what will happen is if you sell your personal residence you can make a gain of up to $250,000 as a single person, and your personal residence means you have to live there for two years, okay? Okay. And that gain would include the recaptured depreciation because you're converting it from a rental property to a, to a personal residence after it has not been a rental property for very long. Now, if it had been a rental property for five years, you would not have this option. Oh, so if okay. you're going to do this, you've got to do it now, okay? Okay. Now, mathematically... That is going to work, and it's not a bad idea at all if you if you want to do that. Here's the thing. Okay. What's the house worth? Um, I think that Zillow has it. It's something like – it's a wide range, but I think they put it at 315 What do you think it's worth? I think it's probably worth more than that. Probably I think 400 probably Okay. And three, so what was your depreciation? How much depreciation did you take in that one year? Oh gosh, I don't know. My my uh, tax preparer knows all that. I, I'm it, sure they wasn't much. doing this. It wasn't that a much. standard schedule. Yeah, okay. it, it wasn't that much. Okay, um, and so the the taxes on this, if you sell it today, are not going to be much. Because here's what happens: your basis in inherited property that the tax is calculated on is what it was worth at the time she passed, mm-hmm. minus whatever depreciation you've taken. That's all you're going to pay taxes on is anything over that figure. And it's not going to be substantial. So if you hate 
I don't hate's not the right word, but if I really don't want to live there, but I'm holding my nose just because my tax thing sounds right, don't oh, do no, it. It's a nice house. Don't do it. Mm. But if it's like, oh, it might be kind of a cool adventure and I'd probably save 10 grand or something, then that's okay. But it's not a $100,000 swing in this discussion. It's a five or a okay. $10,000 swing in this discussion. Okay. Okay. Well, um, so if I, if I don't live there and just sell it after it's been a rental, Am I, am, I, am I exposed to capital gains tax? Yes, yes. The, and the capital gains is? will be okay. calculated this way. The value at the time of your mother's death is your basis. That's as if you paid that number for it. Okay? Okay. Minus any depreciation you take. And so let's say it's 400000 value at the time she passed. Then okay. you take uh, $30,000 worth of depreciation. Now your basis, your adjusted basis is three hundred seventy. You follow me? Mm-hmm. You yes. sell it later for 570 many years from now okay okay that's a two hundred thousand dollar gain over that 370 you see i did that but your gain is not the whole 570 when you sell it it's over whatever your original value was minus whatever depreciation you take okay and each time each time your basis is lowered each year by the depreciation you take on your taxes that's called your adjusted basis because you're adjusting the cost downward by the amount you're writing off okay is that logical it sounded pretty soupy to me when i said it (laughs) no no I, i think it makes sense um so i guess the question is uh, capital gains tax, um, is it more than, than personal? Oh, no, it's a lot less. Fifteen 15%, 15%. 15%. Yeah, okay. and, your, and your personal is so prob- probably more than that. Probably more than that, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Even if you sold it today, what little gyration you've done with this depreciation and the recapture and all that over what it was worth when she passed, it's not going to be much money. Five, ten thousand bucks max. And uh, uh, so you haven't had time to mess it up too much in terms of the calculation for taxes. Very interesting call. Thank you, Janice. Thanks for being a new viewer on TBN. For those of you who don't know, it's one of the places you can now watch the show every afternoon. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Nicholas and Samantha are with us. Hey, guys. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. Welcome. Where do y'all live? <laughs> Upstate New York, Albany, just west of Albany, called yeah. Skahari. Bit of cool. a haul to Nashville. Welcome. Good to have you. How much debt have you paid off? 235000 Woo! How wow. long did that take? 46 months. 
Good for you. And your range of income during that five, eight, four years, I'm sorry. <laughs> we started out around 65 and we ended up about 150 last year. Good wow. for you. What do y'all do for a living? I'm a physical therapist that works with children. Mm, very good. And I work in maintenance at a power plant. Excellent. Excellent. So what kind of debt was your 235000 14000 was a car mm-hmm. and the rest was student loans. Wow. Yes. Sally May set up <laughs> shop. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. Oh, that, a physical therapy degree, right? There's a Correct. lot of it. That I was, was going to ask. <laughs> that was about 180 of it was the physical therapy degree. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So what happened 46 months ago that made you guys go, all right, that's like, what was that? <laughs> I've had it moment because everybody's got one that made you just throw your hands up and say, we got to do this. I think when you're young and you first get married, you don't, you don't really think about the future like that. And then... Um, I started listening to the podcast shortly after we got married. How did you find out about the podcast in Albany? <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, I was honestly just looking for a podcast, and you guys come up as recommended for uh, personal growth, business, stuff like right. that. So I had heard of Dave Ramsey before, but the podcast and when I started listening was really when I got started. Um, and I will say uh, I, I definitely presented it to my wife the wrong way. <laughs> so, so for all of you husbands and spouses out there listening, uh, I she was at a conference in uh, Rhode Island, so she was away for a couple of days, and I called her and said that I was going to change everything. Your exact words were, I'm going to rock your world, oh. in which tears ensued immediately. Whoa. <laughs> Not in a good way. <laughs> So that oh, was the gosh. wrong, the wrong way to do it. <laughs> and then when you uh, that was regained kind of different consciousness, than the night he proposed. Yeah. <laughs> what happened after you regained consciousness? <laughs> we had many, many talks. Um, most of them starting with tears, and then as I really started to understand the debt and how it was going to impact our lives long term, I, I was like, okay, I, you know, I'll give it a shot. Let's let's do financial peace and um, now. Well, really, both got us on the same page with yeah. going through financial peace mm. university together okay you presented it much better than i did (laughs) (laughs) for sure for sure (laughs) well if you say i'm going to rock your world through the television and it's not your husband you can get away with a lot (laughs) (laughs) so so good so what was the hardest part along this journey you do fpu you start learning the principles what was kind of the first what was the first thing that you guys kind of rallied around and said all right we need to do this (sighs) as the free spirit the budget um him he wrote it all out and then he's like you need to be involved and i was like uh uh you just do it (laughs) so getting on the same page with all of that for Mm -hmm. sure forcing each other to sit down and talk about what we're going to spend so he went from i'm going to rock your world to your vote counts so much you have to do this (laughs) yes that's a good move we both threw a lot (laughs) okay it's a good move good move and then you finally did sit down and say okay i'm going to make my vote count i'm going to hold my nose and look eat my broccoli and look at this yes which we needed because i'm definitely the spender so i needed her and i'm the saver so i i didn't want to spend anything once i realized hey we need to pay this off i don't want to spend a thing (laughs) Oh, right. wow. Okay, okay. So I'm definitely the nerd spender. And yeah. She's more of the freed spirit, but the saver. So we needed very her good. input. Very good. Very, very, very good. cool. Good for you guys. I'm so proud of y'all. Well done. <laughs> well done. You had a good FPU class that cheered you on, I hope. Yes. Uh, at first, I would say there was not a lot of uh, support. It was kind of a lot of, that's good for you. I'm happy for you guys from our families. And mm. then, I mean, this journey was almost four years long. Mm. So yeah. we had a lot of cheerleaders that grew into just 
the best cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah. Our so. parents were actually both uh, scared of what we were doing. They <laughs> both thought we were ending ending all the fun that would ever happen in our lives, but now they're both uh, both families are so proud and jumping on that train. Well, Yay. isn't it funny how that happens? You start and everybody's got all the questions, <laughs> but yes. then when you finish, they want to know how you did it, right? Exactly. exactly. Oh, man. New, new questions, yeah. How'd you do <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Very Good job, cool. you guys. Very, very well done. Well, we're so proud of you. Excellent, excellent work. These are really good numbers. You guys did lean into it. It's obvious on the numbers. This was not an easy task for you, was it? Mm-mm. Absolutely not. We, I mean, even in New York, we probably lived on about 30000 a year wow. for those four years. Thankfully, we had affordable rent, and we had um, a family that was willing to help us out. How but, old are uh, you now? 27. And you got the rest of your lives to live free. Yes. <laughs> How does yes, it feel to be free? Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> we can actually we can go on trips, come yeah. see you guys. We're going to go to Florida in a couple months good. and then start saving a down payment for a house. Right. Woo, you that's ever, exciting. You ever going back in debt? No. Absolutely. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love Very it. Good. Love it. Hey, we got the Live and Give Bundle for you. That's the number one bestseller, The Total Money Makeover, and the number one bestseller, The Baby Steps Millionaire's Books. Uh, read them, give them away, whatever you want to do. Same thing with you've been through Financial Peace University. We're going to give you another one-year membership to gift to somebody. Might even be one of those family members that you converted and help them get on their way. That would be great. <laughs> so however you want to bless someone with it, it's for the Live, You Live, and Give Bundle. So very, very good stuff. Nicholas and Samantha, Albany, New York, 230. 5000 paid off in 46 months, making 65 to 150. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, two, one. We're debt-free! Debt yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, you guys. That's fabulous. Andrea is with us in New York City. Hey, Andrea, what's up? Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. What's I'm going so on? happy to be on. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you here. How can we help? Thank you. Let me get to the point. Okay, so um, my husband and I, we're currently on baby step number three, forecasted to complete it by May. Um, our take-home is 5000 a month. Um, my husband brings home 36. I bring him bring home 14. Okay. Um, I am I'm, I'm 42 years old. My husband's 46. We have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old. Um, we currently have 15K in retirement from an old 401K that we rolled over to a Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. So the question is, do we immediately start baby step four or do we start baby step 3B once we're completed with baby step three for a down payment on a house? We currently rent. rent. My parents um, have a two-family house. We live on the second floor. Mm-hmm. But, of course, our dream is to own our own, our own home but the Ramsey way because we do want peace in our, in our lives. Yeah. But I just see it so far from our future and that kind of dismotivates me. Well, you know, I think take it one baby step at a time. You're going to finish baby step three in May, you said. And then from then, from then on, start saving 3B. If you want to own a house, the only way to get there is to start. So if you get so overwhelmed that you kind of have that, we call it paralysis analysis, and you're thinking about all the numbers and you're wondering how it's going to be possible, you'll never make it. So you've just got to actually start putting aside the money. And as you're putting aside the money, start start looking in the area. We have a really cool calculator online that says, how much home can I afford? And start plugging your numbers in there and finding out how much it's going to take for the homes in your area, what that down payment needs to look like, and start working towards it. And here's the thing. You guys worked to pay off the debt. You worked Mm -hmm. to build up your three to six months. Do you want to know what you can do? You can work to build up your down payment. 
and and you've done it before so you can do it again and yes it's going to take a little bit of time but like you said you want to work through the steps because it's worth it for you to have that peace right yeah Yeah. andrea how much debt have y'all paid off uh, we paid fifty-five. Wow. Um, we st- we we paid okay, it so, off. So let me let me tell you, know? when you started the fifty-five, yeah. it seemed insurmountable. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> to Jade's point, then you you plowed through it. You did it. So if you can pay yeah. off fifty-five, I'll bet you can save fifty-five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now there's a little. No, wait a minute. Thing. You drove right past that. <laughs> it's the same stinking math. It's the same math. But you this know, is if good you can, math. If you can pay off fifty-five. And you don't, now you don't have any payments, except your house, except your rent. And if you can pay off 55, you can save 55. And it's you'll do it even faster. It's doable. Yeah. It Absol- should go faster. Yeah, it will go faster. Because now you're getting good at it. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Guys, how many of you are thinking about buying a house? It's really not a bad time to buy at all. Things have slowed down out there, have you noticed? And that means there's not 73 people putting in an offer every 26 minutes. And in other words, you're not, not like a, buying a house two years ago is like being in an auction. Oh, my gosh. It's like being and you're not. You don't have to go to an auction anymore. Now you just like walk up and then. You kind of make an offer, and then they maybe make a counter offer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then maybe you counter that. And by the way, if you're selling a house, it's a great time to sell a house because there's actually still a shortage of housing. There are still more buyers looking than there are houses for sale. Uh, yeah, interest rates are up and house prices are up, but there's still more buyers looking than there are houses for sale. So if you're selling a house, don't expect seventy-three offers in twenty-six minutes. You're going instead. You're going to have a, a normal. Yeah, I've been selling real estate since 1978. I'm a license. Okay, that long I've been selling it. But I've been around buying and been in the real estate business my whole life. And I've never seen a time except that one little period of time there where uh, you didn't put a house on the market. Put a house on the market, getting full price 100% was unheard of up until that short period mm-hmm. of time. Getting multiple offers mm-hmm. was unheard of except during that short period of time. And a house typically took 30 to 120 days Mm -hmm. to sell except during that short period of time but we went through a period of time where uh the world was turned upside down the world was so crazy that used cars went up in unbelievable this is like i mean the world's upside down like you're living in australia it's upside down (laughs) i mean it's just crazy i mean (laughs) wow but all of that's kind of smoothed out now now listen if you need to borrow your best bets actually a 15-year fixed rate you get on track, you pay the house off immediately. You don't have to be intimidated. You don't want the payment to be more than a fourth of your take-home pay on that. We have a free mortgage calculator on our website, give you an idea what your payment would look like, and we're not trying to sell you a mortgage because we're not in the mortgage business. Go figure. RamseySolutions.com. Click free tools. There's a ton of tools there. One of them is the free mortgage calculator free tools, all kinds of calculation stuff you want to do. You want to learn about your money. You want to get control of it. You want to tell it what to do instead of wonder where it went, all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. RamseySolutions.com and click on free tools. It will get you there. That's what we used. Jade Warshaw, Ramsey Personalities, my co-host today. Freddie is in New York City. Hi, Freddie. How are you? Hey, Dave. What's going on? Walking our way through it, brother. What's up? All right, what's up? All right, I have an annuity that I've owned for 10 years, really, in my idea, a very 
bad investment. I don't see it going anywhere. I feel like I do better somewhere else. You're right. I have $58,000 in car payments. The annuity is worth $60,800. Should I just lick my wounds and pay off my cars? But then I'm debt-free. I'm baby step seven debt-free. What's the rest of your net worth? Um, I'm worth, I have $628,000 in retirement funds and about a million dollars in real estate. And you're 65. How old are you? No, I'm 57. Oh, okay. Close enough. Yeah. All right. I knew you were right in there somewhere. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I could kind of smell it on you. (laughs) By the the way, it's a good, it's a good smell, like a cologne. Okay. It's not. Yeah. So yeah, you're doing good. In other words, this, in other words, because I, because some people call up with $58,000 worth of car debt and I'm, and I might give them a talking to about it, Mm -hmm. but I think you can afford it. So yeah, yeah, cash the annuity out and pay off your cars. You're right on track, Freddie. You got a couple million dollar net worth. You're not doing dumb stuff. Way to go. I'm proud of you. All right. Pay it off, be done, be debt-free, and then start investing in my Roth IRAs more. Just dump it all into my Roth. Yeah, you got it, baby. You have paid paid for Uh, homes? Keep it rock. Yeah, you said it's baby step seven. Everything's paid for. There you go. Yeah, Yeah, I own all my homes. I own three properties. I own, you know, I just want to get done. I just want to be done. I love that. And 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 don't don't play math games next time you get ready to buy a car. Just buy it Mm. with money. Cold exactly. hard cash. Yeah, you you played math games. That's how you did that because you're trying to figure out some way to beat the system. And with a stupid car, you lose every time. I always find that to be weird, Dave. You got, always lose on a car. You got six hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars in real estate and retirement, millions millions of dollars, but you're still getting a car note. I don't understand hey, that. Went in there and negotiated, and I got to tell you, the the car dealers. They look at you like you got one eye in the center of your head when you write them a check. Oh, they, they do not know what to do with that. They babble and walk around in circles. They'll and, try to tell you they can't take the check. Yeah. When we try, when we try to buy our first car in cash, I remember we had the check right there, and they gave us such a runaround, Dave. I mean, they they made up excuses yeah. why this wasn't going to work. Well, I got a weird one happen the other day that was the opposite. Of course, see, I've been dealing with this dealership for quite a while. I just bought the brand new Raptor, right? Mm-hmm. The, the the big one and um <laughs> the big one the, the way it's 700 horsepower <laughs> it's so freaking sweet but the uh um i wrote them a check a literal check it's I mean, we usually wire money when we buy is, cars. what is this we wire money we have cars and i had no they asked me to i said i'll wire you the money and they said well just just send a check over oh of course they know me i've been doing business with sure. them for a while so they know the check's probably okay but mm-hmm. but uh just send us a check they'd rather have that than a wire i had not run into that because i almost always wire money yeah we're buying a car these days well checks are from like you would say when dinosaurs roam the earth i know we had to, <laughs> we, had to we had to print one off and and carted up there you know it was fine i didn't mind it it was just felt different yeah. i didn't know what because the wire should be faster it should be but i whatever you maybe can, they I, just maybe they wanted to hold a check from dave ramsey in their hand <laughs> i don't think so i think it's something i didn't understand but, oh well it's all good lee is with us lee is in uh lexington kentucky hi lee how are you hello mr ramsey i'm doing well good how can we help i have um a stock that I'm considering selling to pay off my mortgage. Good. I'm just not sure how much to set aside for the capital gains taxes. Do you know and what I you paid know. for it? I'd say it was a thousand dollars, and my husband says it was twenty five hundred. Okay. What's it worth Somewhere today? What's it worth today? Twenty eight thousand. Twenty eight thousand. Okay. So somewhere around twenty six thousand dollars is the gain. 
Does that make sense? The difference yes. in what you sell it for versus what you paid for it. That much is taxable at 15%. Okay. So your taxes are going to be somewhere between four and $5,000. Okay. You see how I did that? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. And so if you're off by $1,000, it's not good. You're going to be okay. But you need to set aside out of this money four or five, set 5,000 aside. And then when you do your taxes you can find out exactly what the gain was, but, um, you need to go back to, um, or go to either your current broker or whoever you were when you purchased it and see if they can give you the actual purchase price. Cause you do have to verify that to create the calculation. You want the exact number, but it's somewhere between a thousand 2,500. It's worth somewhere around 26,000. Um, and, um, or 28,000 and we're going to take 2000 off of that. So that's going to be your gain. That's how it works. And it's only 15%. So that's 1500 per 10,000 of gains. So if you got a $30,000 gain, that'd be 4,500. So we know it's 4,500 or less in this case, it's probably, probably set $4,000 aside and you'll be just fine. Yeah. That's going to be real close. I'm, again, I'm doing big numbers here. I'm not doing nitsy to the penny calculations, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. be I'm going to be within three or $400 of where you end up on this, assuming the numbers you gave me are correct, that is. So that, that's how it works. So the good news about capital gains is you don't pay taxes on it until you sell it. Mm-hmm. And when you do sell it, it's at that reduced rate. Very good. So good, good stuff. And, you know, that works with um, anything that you hold and goes up in value. Mm-hmm. Uh, real estate, uh, hold, you pay no taxes on the increase in value until you sell it. Uh, it's called a realized gain, but not a recognized gain. You realize it when it went up in value, you recognize it for tax purposes when you sell it. And so you have to kind of admit that it happened, so to speak. Um, <laughs> and the same thing's true. If you buy a low turnover mutual fund, like if you're baby step seven, you're completely debt free mm-hmm. and you're doing other investing, they don't sell the stocks inside the mutual fund very often. It grows in gains primarily And there's very little to no taxes on it until you sell a low turnover mutual fund. So um, look for a turnover ratio that's like down around 5% or something like that. So that's how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. Good stuff. Good question, Lee. Well done, well done, well done. Get that mortgage paid off. I love your plan. This is The Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.